Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Flash number 160, cover date April 1966, cover price 25 cents. Cover artist Carmine Infantino and Murphy Anderson, edited by Julius Schwartz, featuring Golden Age Flash versus the Fiddler in Duet of Danger, writer Robert Kaniger, art Lee Elias and Moe Worthman, Kid Flash in King of the Beatniks, writer John Broom, art Carmine Infantino and Joe Giella, and Johnny Quick in The Adventure of Antelope Boy, writer Don Cameron, art Mort Meskin and George Russos. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go go! It's an 80-page giant, 80-page giant, a giant comic with 80 pages, an 80-page giant, 80-page giant, an 80-page giant. That sounds so good in my head, if only I played electric guitar. Yes. I'd add a backing track. Well, I'm sorry you don't. Me too. Hey there, bub. I never learned to play a string instrument, unlike our villain in the first story, the fiddler. The fiddler. Do you suppose the fiddler fiddles with people? Well, he certainly fiddles with their uh, jewelry and their their mental states. Right. You know, my grandmother had a cousin uh, in the 1920s. He got fiddled with by the minister. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Uh, was it Methodist or Presbyterian? I think it was Methodist. Methodist, yeah. In Middle Point, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So stay away, everybody. <laughs> if you're in the 1920s, if, you're, yeah, if you happen to go back into the 1920s. Le- hey, we have an 80-page giant. We sure do. It's the Flash. Number 160, 80-page giant, which means we don't have to spend a lot of time on it because we can talk fast because it's Flash. Right, and we can learn a lot about the Flash because I didn't know very much. You didn't? Well, I, you know, for example, we have three characters in uh, in the stories we're going to talk about today. Right. We have Jay Garrick, who's from Earth 2. Yes. Wally West, who I guess is Kid, well, he's Kid Flash. Uh-huh. But I, I don't know what Earth he's on. He's on Earth 1. Earth 1. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Johnny Quick, the King of Speed, who I've never heard about before. I didn't think you would have. Right. Uh, Johnny Quick also, well, how much do you know about Earth 2? Nothing. So, other in, than what I've seen on the television show. Right, right, right. So, in the comics, you know, all the characters were started being published in the 1940s. Yes. So, we had Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman, of course, but we also had the original Flash, the original Green Lantern, the original Adam, etc., etc., etc. Right. Now, superheroes fell out of favor in the 1940s. 
1950s, early 1950s. Okay. And that's when we got a bunch of cowboy comics and mm-hmm. pirates, things of that nature. Okay. In the middle 1950s, oh, I should also mention superheroes fell out of favor except for Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Green Arrow, I believe. Okay. Uh, then in the middle of the 1950s, they decided to bring superheroes back. So that's when we got the new Flash, Barry Allen, mm-hmm. new Green Lantern, new Hawkman, new Adam, etc., etc. Okay. Uh, now, they had to eventually explain how it was that you had Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Green Arrow continuing on the whole time. And then all of a sudden you had new Flash, Green Lantern, Hawkman, etc. that mm-hmm. had no memory of the earlier counterparts. Okay. So it was actually explained when the Flash... Barry Allen debuted mm-hmm. that he had read the adventures of the original Flash as a child in comic books. Okay. Then it was explained that those comic books actually were some writer and artist's imagination tuning into another dimension. Oh. Which was Earth 2. Oh. So it was eventually revealed that Earth 2 had its own Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, okay. Aquaman, Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. And that all these new characters existed on Earth-1. Okay. The new modern characters. Okay. You with me so far? Yeah. What was your original question? Well, why there are so many different... Uh, but well, uh, Who Johnny Quick is? Oh, yeah. So, then, ultimately, it was revealed that all the superheroes who were published in the 1940s, even the ones that didn't get updated versions, did exist on Earth-2. <laughs> so, Johnny Quick was one of those. Okay. Why are you laughing? It makes so much sense in my head. Well, I just remember when Green Lantern became Parallax. Yeah. Hal Jordan became Parallax. Oh, that's way, and way down in the, road. In the 90s. Mm-hmm. And basically just stopped all life. Just, just right. destroyed it all. Well, funny you should mention that, because that happened after the crisis on infinite Earths, in which all the parallel Earths, Earth 1, Earth 2, Earth S, Earth X, and Earth... Uh, I can't remember what the fifth one was. Earth 4. Mm-hmm. They were merged into a single Earth with a single history. So, um, we don't need to talk about that right now. You're shaking your head at me. I would just like to see that Green Lantern comic again. Well, we can work that out for you. Okay. Um, I had something so important to say about Earth 1 and Earth 2, but I can't remember. Okay. So eventually the characters from Earth 1 and Earth 2 did meet and teamed up. Every summer in the pages of Justice League of America, when the Justice Society of America from Earth 2 would cross over and they would fight joint villains together. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Great. Good. When I was a child, yes. this whole multidimensional different Earths yes. made so much sense to me. But you know what I had trouble with? No. Why is Superboy in the future with the Legion of Superheroes? Right. I had more trouble with time travel than I did with parallel Earths. Mm. It's because I was an exceptional child. Were you? Mm-hmm. Exceptionally fat. <laughs> so. I was into fantasy. Yeah. You know, like, like uh, not science fiction. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, actually, science fiction. I read a lot of Piers Anthony and such. But I was into science fiction and fantasy, like, you know, sort of like Dungeons and, Dungeons and Dragons and right. stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's why I preferred DC Comics over Marvel Comics, is because it was a little more fantastical element mm-hmm. versus, you know, Spider-Man can't pay his rent. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't care about 
that. Poor Spider-Man. I know. Poor Wally West, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, the Flash. Yeah. Fastest Man Alive on Earth 2. Jay Garrick, The Flash. Jay Garrick was a scrub on the football team at his college. Okay. I don't know what that means, but I know his girlfriend, Joan, didn't like it. She didn't want no scrubs. Scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. From Joan, at right. least. Right, Um So his origin was that he was, uh, I don't know if he was a grad student or some kind of scientific major, and he was experimenting with hard water. Okay. And he inhaled hard water fumes in his laboratory, Mm -hmm. and that gave him the gift of super speed. Wow. Hard water. mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. We have hard water right in our house. I wonder if we could get super speed. Well, we we have water softeners. Oh. oh, So so we we, we have soft water. Well, maybe we should disengage that, and then we could... um, well, we have been inhaling it for a while, which is why we bought a new system. Right. Maybe we just need to up the inhalation. Let's get back to the comic, okay. shall we? Okay. Um, so the Flash now has super speed. Okay. He revealed his identity to Joan, his girlfriend, mm-hmm. who all of a sudden, I guess she likes him now that he's has What's super her last speed. name? Uh, Joan. I don't know. Okay. Um, they do get married eventually. Okay. So it doesn't really matter. Okay. I think her father is like district attorney or something. Okay. Anyway, Flash uh, witnesses a shootout on the street, and suddenly a violin-shaped car. That car. Right. Would you love to have that? No. What? Well, imagine how difficult it is to turn corners in that when you got that big back end sticking out. Uh, it might work better if there was like just a single wheel on the back. instead of. It looks like it has four wheels, but if you had a, a three-wheeled vehicle... Vehicle. Vehicle. Right. Um, I work with someone who says the word vehicle about 45 times a day. (laughs) So who's driving the car? A long-haired freak. With an interesting bow tie. Well, it's it's a formal, uh, what you would call white tie and tails, except his tails are green. Tuxedo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He uses... He, he now has a violin in his hand, which he uses as a bow and arrow to shoot policemen dead. So that's interesting cool. use of, of the bow and arrow, of the violin. The violin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he can do that while driving his car with his knee, I guess? I guess. The Flash springs into action. I should mention that the Flash does not wear a mask. He wears a metal helmet, mm-hmm. like uh, the Greek god Mercury. Mm-hmm. Uh, red shirt with lightning bolt, blue pants, and little red booties. I like his outfit. I do too. I always did. It's very sleek. Um, Flash springs into action. He'll show that freak. I also know something. He vibrates his face, and that's why people don't recognize him. Oh, That's really? Jake Eric. Yeah. Okay. I just happen to know that, although it's not mentioned in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, the Fiddler uh, shoots... Well, he plays music, and it's apparently some kind of solid sonic... Creates a sonic barrier. Beam. Right, yeah. right. The Flash can't get to it. Which him. he slams into like a wall. A wall, sorry. Wall. A wall. Uh, he even tries... Flash tries to get a running start and bust through the wall of sound. Per, per Flash. Well, he's never... This is why he was a scrub on the football team, I imagine. Because mm. he didn't put much thought into his tackles and things. He's fast, but he's not... Uh, He's not a tackler. He's not a defensive lineman. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a scientist. Mm. They're not skills that cross over, generally. Mm. 
Uh, Fiddler drives off not before uh, having some kind of flash bulb in Flash's face. Oh, he takes a picture of him. Yeah. But we um, don't know that. We don't know that yet. Uh, the populace of the city is shocked that Flash was not able to defeat the Fiddler. Right. Later that day, leaflets rain from the clouds with a picture of Flash being picked up by Joan. And Flash becomes a pitiful laugh. Well, I think it's interesting that those ra- those later that day, the leaflets rain from the clouds. I was thinking, what sort of printer did he get to that turned something around in, in a matter of a couple right. hours? As like, you know. You know, enough cards were mm-hmm. printed within a matter of... Like, the photograph was developed from his weapon violin. Right. And sent to the printer. Right. And they were printed, cut, and folded within a matter of an hour. Right, right, right. Um, as you know, mm-hmm. I was a supervisor in a 55-minute photo lab. Okay. 55 minutes in 1990 was the fastest development in town. Okay. So in 1940, I don't think you could develop film that fast, much less then have it duplicated and printed on cardstock. Printed on cardstock. And, and dropped then, from the sky. And then loaded into a helicopter. Uh-huh. And then by boxfuls. Right, right, right. And then dropped from the sky. Yeah. So th- this is asking us to really believe this is a... Uh, uh, Complete disconnect uh-huh. from reality. Hey, Captain. Now, I was going to say that it's believable because this is a world where the lexophone will exist within 20 years. Okay. But it isn't because this is Earth 2. <sighs> Earth there's no Lex Luthor? There is a Lex Luthor on Earth 2, but he's got hair oh. and he's uh, in prison, probably. Oh, my. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. So, the Flash. Yeah. Hey. Um, I love the har har's that they're laughing. Yeah, I think those are gangsters that have received you these think? drop. Would you drop tell from the zoot suits and the pork pie hats and the giant diamond rings and yeah. diamond tie clips and things? Mm. Why don't we wear zoot suits anymore? Oh, I don't know. It's a shame, isn't it? I think it's a well for some people. It's a flattering look. Probably I could get away with it if I had wide enough shoulder pads. Sure. Um, How about we build those shoulder pads? Will we just use um? Uh, sofa cushions? <laughs> you know, I used to have shoulder pads in the 80s. Oh, I um, did too. You could buy them at The Gap mm-hmm. and at Express. Mm-hmm. No, not Express. L- Express didn't exist. Limited. We had the Limited first. Then we had Limited Express. Then we had Limited and Express at separate stores. Now they're all closed. Yep. But you could buy shoulder pads there, and I had them. Mm. And boy, were they flattering. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hooray for the fiddler! Added Who's that lesbian comedian who used to wear shoulder pads all the time? Paula Poundstone. Paula I think Poundstone. she still does. Yeah. Um, at an underworld rendezvous, they're cheering the fiddler. They want to elect him boss. The fiddler for boss. We want the fiddler. We want the fiddler. The fiddler. The hooray fiddler. for the fiddler! Uh, thank you for your confidence, gentlemen. You have seen how I disposed of the mighty Flash. I just imagine that's how fiddlers talk. Well, the interesting thing about the fiddler, the way he's drawn, is I'm assuming he's missing some teeth. Yeah, that right? could be a good assumption. It's an uneven, crookedy smile. I'm assuming he's probably European, and so mm. he came from a time in Europe in the 1920s when they... Didn't was, have good dentistry. Right, lots of poverty and not good dentistry. Yes. 
Um, Jay Garrick now is headed back to his research lab, which I had forgotten that he maintained a research lab. He has a research lab. Indeed. And right. there's someone in... coming into his research lab. Yes, it's the Fiddler. The Fiddler! Going into the lab. Oh my god! So, Flash changes to the Flash right away. Yeah. Captures the Fiddler. Runs him down to police headquarters with Joan, who captured the Stradivarius violin. Delivers him to police headquarters, only to discover that it's not the fiddler. No, it's he is um, Maestro Bowen, the famous Euro- European violinist. I couldn't find his first name. Famous European violinist, Maestro Bowen. Yeah, I don't, maybe his first name's Maestro. Mm. I don't think they give him no. a first name. No. Uh, but what? He looks just like the fiddler. Yes, he and does. Have to be twins. Yes. Put that in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. I love the last panel where the Flash is leaving the police oh, department. Oh, so crestfallen. You can hear the Charlie Brown sad music. Is that what they play when he's walking away sad? Uh, Christmas time is here. I, is it? I don't, know. I don't know. We'll have to watch it. Um, Flash, uh, oh, so Maestro Bowen doesn't press charges. He instead gives Flash and Joan free tickets to his concert. The next day, or that evening. They hurry to the concert. They're sitting in the box. Flash decides to take no chances. He just starts vibrating himself. Right. That would be annoying (laughs) if you're at a concert and the man next to you just starts vibrating. Do you ever... I know you complain about it. At night, when you're falling asleep, does your body vibrate ever? Because mine does, and you complain. You think I'm kicking my feet, but I'm not. I just my body's you vibrating. Twitch your toes. Yeah, I do that, but this is not a twitching toes situation. This is actually my whole body vibrating. I'm sure it's just your soul trying to escape from your. Listen, body. you're joking about that, but I have clear memories of leaving my body when I was like three, four years old. Uh, I don't joke about that at all. Okay. I had a very interesting experience just the other day. Right. Yes, I went to a Crystal Bowl concert. Mm-hmm. I love her. She's Loretta Lynn's sister, right? Yes, Crystal Bull. She's mm-hmm. the sister of Crystal Gale. Um, and Chris, uh, so at the concert, they were playing about, they had about nine different sized Crystal Bowls, which, you know, and nine different notes are being mm-hmm. played, and they were all played simultaneously. And, and it was, and I was lying in a room on a yoga uh, mat, and I had a pillow underneath my head and a pillow underneath my legs. It was very comfortable. Awake the entire time. And, but I had this feeling of of just vibration in my whole body, and then I felt as if I was being lifted. It was really extraordinary. Not not that I was going to be lifted away from my body, but right. I, I felt I felt as if I was being somehow my energy was being magnified. Well, in my memory of being three and four years old, it was a vibration followed by lifting out of my body, mm. and then I could float up to the ceiling. And look down to see myself. Uh, I apparently never went anywhere else except just up in the ceiling. Kind of like the rapture. Like if, if in the rapture, if the windows right. and doors are closed, you're uh-huh. just going to bounce around in your room. Yep. Yeah. Just bounce on the ceiling yeah. until somebody comes and opens the window. And then you get to go out. Um, well, <laughs> who are we kidding? I'm not going to be raptured. No, me neither. That's fine. This will be together. We'll be together and we'll listen. We'll have the world be our oyster. Well, it'll be a horrible place to live. Well, I don't know about that, because all the judgmental people will be gone. Oh. 
The flash is vibrating. He realizes that Joan has been hypnotized by the music mm-hmm. played from the stage. She's got lovely little wine-colored lips, doesn't she? Uh-huh. I mean, I think they might be they might be inked in black, but they look like wine to me. They, uh, the Flash notices then that gangsters are moving among the audience, robbing them of the Just jewelry. robbing them blind. So down he jumps, starts fighting and kicking and punching. Up he goes to the stage to capture the fiddler, and what do you know? A chandelier falls on his back. Oh my god. Then we get... What are the chances? What are the chances? How ironical, <laughs> the fiddler says... The Flash trapped by the very object that started me on my invincible career. Cue flashback. Flashback. It seems that many years ago, the Fiddler, as he's now known, was in some kind of Middle Eastern country. I'm not quite sure where this is supposed to be. India, maybe, or Pakistan. Some place uh, uh, where, where they wear turbans and baggy pants. Right. So it could be northern India. It could be Pakistan. It could be... I don't know where. Anyway, the fiddler was trying to steal something and a chandelier fell on his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was captured and put in prison uh, where he met a, shake, a snake charmer. <laughs> who, smart idea. If you put a snake charmer in prison, just leave him with his instrument and his snake. Of course. It's fine. Uh... He learns the tricks of snake charming and uses his fiddle five years later when they escape together, he and the snake charmer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, also they escape into the jungle. So again, I don't know where that might be. India, I'm going to say. He kills the snake charmer by forcing him to dance into a pool full of crocodiles. Well, the river, I'm assuming, yes. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. In the jungle. And then returns to the scene where he was originally trapped by the chandelier and traps the homeowner under the chandelier. Under the chandelier. Mm. What? Right. Well, so, that was uh, his revenge. To do exactly what happened to him. Yeah. It's like, of all the things that I could possibly do in this home, I'm going to get you so you're just right underneath that chandelier. Well, you know how these villains are, driven by revenge. Mm. I mean, I don't know, but I, I read about them. Right, and so back to the present, where Flash is now captured in a room with a, uh, well, I'm going to say it's a string bass because I know what it is, but I'm guessing that the artist and writer probably thought it was a giant violin. And also a giant accordion. It's in the same family, isn't it? Right, right, right. But also a giant accordion, which is a size of a house, which is not a thing that exists. Oh, no, I hate to have to play that. Um, it would be like a, what was that movie? Big? Big. Where they dance. Yes. You know I've never seen it. Oh, it's a cute movie. Is it? Uh-huh. Do you know what movie I'd like to see soon? Who? Chariots of Fire. I've never seen that either. It's a story about um a man. It's about jogging, isn't it? It's about running, but it's about uh, a Christian and a Jewish man. Oh. And the Jewish man can't run the race because of it. It's something about that takes place in the Sabbath or something like that. I'm not uh-huh. quite sure. And um, and I, I, I don't really know. I just know that there's religion figures into it. As okay. Well. So I, I really want to see it. Okay. If I can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flash and... So it turns out the fiddler and the European violinist are separate people. 
they're actually twins who were separated, separated at, at birth. birth. Oh, this was a twist I did not see coming. Uh, so Flash and the European violinist Maestro Bowen are both trapped. They're tied up mm-hmm. in strings that are connected to machine guns. Yes, and so if they move, the machine gun fires. Right, fires a bullet at the giant accordion, which will trigger an explosion if the right key is hit, which is amazing. Well, it's like that Bugs Bunny cartoon. Do 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 do. I love. That. I love that you thought of that. It was the first thing I thought of. So Flash is moving, squirming. Uh, Maestro Bowen is moving and squirming. The bullets are firing. Outside, the gangsters are driving away, and they see the whole building. Explode. All that's needed is one bullet to hit the key that sets off the explosion, and <laughs> the whole factory explodes. Uh, unbeknownst to the gangsters, however. Flash has escaped. He beats the gangsters. He trails the fiddler to the edge of the pier where the fiddler plays his violin, making the pier separate Separate and collapse. Yes. And the fiddler falls into the ocean and dies. Actually, he doesn't die because the fiddler does return many times. Uh, notably as part of the Injustice Gang of the World who fight the Justice Society. The Injustice Gang fights the Justice Society. Yes. Okay. And then um, I recall an issue of Teen Titans in the 70s where the Fiddler, presumably now the Earth-1 Fiddler, Uh because the Teen Titans were on Earth-1. Sure. uh, He fights Teen Titans. And in those stories he had white hair, because I guess he was older. Okay. But a long mane of white hair. Of course. Fashioned after Haydn, no doubt. Yes, or uh, Stokowski. Mm. Anyway, well, that's it for that story. Well, there you go. What's next? I should mention that these 80-page giants generally feature reprint stories. Okay. And so there are also three stories of Barry Allen Flash in here. But I thought, you know, since we'll be covering Barry Allen Flash in future episodes, we might as well just feature these stories that uh, characters that probably won't be seen that often. So now in the episode, uh, the next story we're going to talk about is King of the Beatniks, right? Featuring Kid Flash, who's Wally West. Yeah, man, that's cool. And we have a couple other characters in there. We have the principal, whose name is Mr. Mason. Uh A teacher, whose name is Miss Grant. Uh Uh-huh. A student who's a friend of Wally West, and his name is James King, uh-huh. and James's cousin, Paul King. Right. Okay. We'll now, learn about him soon. I don't know much about these early adventures of Kid Flash. I don't know if any of those characters uh, reappear, mm-hmm. or were kind of regular, recurring characters. Um, oh, actually, I'm looking here on the internet. It tells me that Linda Grant, Miss Grant... Uh, does appear again. Okay. Uh, Jimmy King, his friend, does appear again. Principal Mason is never seen again. Ever again. Ever again. Okay. All right. Do you need to pause? No, I was just looking up beatniks so we could talk about beatniks. Oh, well, beatniks, as you know. They're young people from the 50s and 60s, 1950s yep. and 60s, yep. belonging to a subculture associated with the beat generation. Right. They are diluted in the second half of the 60s. Diluted. Diluted, as in adding water to? I don't know. Uh, Immersed in the counterculture movements. 
Oh, right. They're sort of supplanted by hippies, I believe. Uh, in American slang of the time, the term beat indicated culture, attitude, and literature, while the word beatnik was used to stereotype the, count, the culture beat as it appeared in the cartoon characters. Huh. What's the difference between a beatnik and a hippie? The major difference is the hippies and the beatniks is that hippies were more aggressively political and public than the beatniks were. The beatniks were a smaller group that was centered around art and artists. They were typified by poets such as Jack Kerouac and Allen Ginsberg. Um, yes. And it came from San Francisco Chronicle in 1958. Um, I just remember beatniks for their pop culture influence, such as, who was the character on Dobie Gillis? Uh, yeah, was played by Bob, Gil- Denver. By Bob Denver, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and also Shaggy on Scooby-Doo, I believe, was supposed to have been a beatnik-esque uh-huh. character. Okay, so beatniks were known for their use of profane language as well as their jargon. Common drug use contributed to existing negative views of the generation. However, Beats saw their, their recreational drug habits as a form of spiritual and intellectual exploration as opposed to deviant and defiant behavior. Sure they did. Okay. Uh, also influenced the Beatles. Uh, did, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that whole Beat culture influenced, uh, helped to influence the music scene in Great Britain, which then, of course, translated back to the United States. In the 60s. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So, let's dive in, shall we? I'll say, uh, Mr. Mason, the principal, is called Miss Grant to his office. Well, she's come to see him, actually. actually. Yes, she came to see him. She's worried about something that happened the day before. She accused Jimmy King of cheating, even though he's a star pupil. It was because the the, uh, results to the state test disappeared uh, from her desk. The answer key. The answer key. Thank you. And um, and she assumed that one student had taken it, and she found it in, in the Jimmy King's desk briefcase. So uh, she realizes, though, that she had accidentally passed the answer sheet to Jimmy King while returning a paper. She had papers on her desk and the answer key on her desk, and she grabbed both at the same time and handed it back to him. You know that's so easy to have happen. Of course it is. Uh, Jimmy King, of course, is a star pupil, would never steal answers to anything. No. But because of the accusation, he's run away from home. And poor Jimmy King. His mother has died. Yes. Right? Or died years ago. Uh-huh. And his father is absent, often working out on... on he's a captain. He's a sea captain. Sea captain, yeah. So he lives with friends. Yeah. You know, I don't know why he can't be like Vicky on Love Boat and just go on the cruise with his father. <laughs> he could uh, be tutored at sea. Um, anyway, the principal goes to see Wally West secretly Kid Flash, who's a student at Blue Valley Middle School. Or is it a middle school or elementary? Well, they didn't have middle schools. I'd say mom. junior high. Junior high, probably. Um, Wally West goes downstairs to see Miss Grant, Principal Skinner. What's his name? Uh, Principal Mason. Uh, Mason. Mason. Yep. Uh, and he discovers the whole truth. He realizes... That Jimmy has probably run away to his relative, his cousin in York City. I wonder where that's supposed to be. <laughs> um, he changes into Kid Flash. So we get this little thing. I like the editor's note in the middle of the page. Yeah. 
When Flash himself was showing Wally West how the accident occurred that gave him his tremendous speed, the same accident occurred to Wally West, which inspired Flash to make Wally his protege. What? Okay. So, Barry Allen Uh was a police scientist. He was in his lab one night. Mm -hmm. A bolt of lightning came through the window, Mm -hmm. breaking several vials of chemicals, Mm -hmm. which splashed Barry Allen, Mm -hmm. which gave him super speed. Okay. As the Flash. All right. That's not the problem that I have. Sometime later, uh, uh, Barry, Mm -hmm. dressed as the Flash, Mm -hmm. was taking Wally to his lab. I don't know if he was dressed as the Flash or not. He might have been just Barry. Uh, Wally, by the way, is Iris's nephew. Iris is uh, Barry Allen's girlfriend. Okay, all right. So Barry was showing Wally around his police lab, and in a freak coincidence, another bolt of lightning came through the window, splashed to the same bottles of chemicals, dowsing Wally and giving him super speed as well. I see the look on your face. It's just fate. Well, years later, it was actually revealed that that second lightning bolt was, in fact, Barry Allen himself, who was traveling backwards through time and uh, at a point shortly before he died. And so he became lightning and ensured that Wally would... Receive super speed. The dog's barking. Yes. We better take a break. Uh, let me finish my story here. Okay. Uh, and because, as you know, probably, Wally then became the Flash for a good number of years. And that's why we have to be sad about Wally, because something terrible has happened to him recently. Oh. Yeah, but we'll get back to that in a minute. Okay. Here's a break. Public Service Announcement Theater presents The Invisible Handicap. drawing (laughs) hey what's got into Todd he's a real weirdo something's wrong with him look out here comes Miss Smith you're right children something is wrong with him you wouldn't have acted that way if he were blind or lame something you could see but this new boy happens to have a handicap that's invisible damage to part of the brain There are more like him than most people realize. Because of faulty perception, he doesn't see or do things quite as you do, and we're trying to help him adjust. That's why you shouldn't have made fun of him, or anyone who has something wrong with him. Gosh, Miss Smith, we didn't know. We'll try to help. Several months later... Gee, Todd, that's great! Pretty soon, you're going to have to help us. (laughs) (laughs) Presented as a public service in cooperation with the National Social Welfare Assembly, Coordinating Organization for National Health, Welfare, and Recreation Agencies of the USA. Jumps into his Kid Flash uniform, uh, which is stored in his ring. I don't quite understand how that happens. I mean, I understand because it says... In the privacy of Wally's room, a spurt of red shoots from a secret ring that places on his finger, right? Yeah. But how does a man-sized uniform fit inside a ring? Well, first of all, it's boy-sized, because he's a boy. Okay. And uh, this is something I believe that 
uh, Barry came up with, perhaps with the help of Professor West, okay. uh, he can super compress his uniform till it fits inside the ring. Okay. And then when he needs it, he presses a button on the ring and with, uh, in contact with air, the uniform expands to man or boy sized. Okay. Uh, so it's kind of like those vacuum seal things that you can buy at the exactly. store. Exactly. What's that called? Vacuum shore vacuum seal or like see, uh, but you, you know how you you mm-hmm. buy a bunch of steaks. Yeah. And you, yeah. Um, I don't know how he gets it back in the ring. Right. Exactly, but maybe he throws himself into one of those vacuum seal bags uh-huh. and then vibrates his out body of, out, right. leaving the. I mean, that makes the most sense. That must be what it is. Um, How come we've never bought one of those things? We did buy one, remember? And the bags ripped right open. The minute you sealed them, they ripped open and the, everything expanded. I again. do remember that. Yeah, they were garbage. Was that when we lived in Laurel? Yes. I do. That's when we had the juicer, too, and the bread maker, right? Mm-hmm. All the All things the that things. we didn't need that we oh, got rid of eventually. And that tiny kitchen. Yes. That t- little galley kitchen. Little tiny kitchen. Little tiny kitchen. We this couldn't big. both fit in there. No, well, that's not entirely the kitchen's Our fault. bathroom's bigger than the kitchen that used to be. Yeah. Apartment. We are doing everything right. Oh. <laughs> We're winning. Hashtag winning at life. Um, <laughs> hey... Wally's racing off to York City. Yes, okay. Which is only just around the corner if you have super speed. Of course, yes. Uh, I might mention also that the costume that comes out of Wally's ring is his original costume. Mm. He received a better costume later on down the road, Mm -hmm. which in my opinion is the best superhero costume ever. Wow. Ever. 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 Okay. Sleek, modern, and it shows his hair. Oh, Okay, cool. Uh, but that happened when the Flash had some kind of a giant brain and fired energy at Wally and made his costume change. Uh, I'm fuzzy on the details. It might be coming up here in one of our magazines. No, actually, it won't. Never so mind. Wally's going around looking for all of the kings, Paul Kings, in yeah. the York City phone book. And there are 24. Mm-hmm. 24 Paul Kings, because that's his friend, little friend's cousin's name. Instead right? of calling, he thinks it's easier just to find them. Well, it's faster, because in yeah. those days you had to dial the telephone away from right. the ring. If it was busy, there's no answering machines, right? Right? Right. On the way, he rescues a window washer who's falling out of a window. The way he rescues is by piling up Blankets from a moving van mm-hmm. that happen to be open nearby and mm-hmm. piling them up so that the window washer can fall on the blankets. Guess what? Uh, well, he would kill him anyway. Right, yeah. he still would die. But yeah. good try, Wally. Yeah. Uh, off he races to uh, a tenement house. He's gone through 20 of the 24 Paul Kings. Number 21. Mm-hmm. He's racing by the tenement and he sees Jimmy at the window. He strikes... Gold. He vibrates right into the room. Hi, Jimmy King. Comes right through the wall, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, Flash and Kid Flash Uh can vibrate their molecules of their body so that they can pass through solid objects. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It is. That's not kind of. That's really cool. It's pretty super cool. Yeah. Um, So, Jimmy is surprised to see Kid Flash. What are you doing here? Uh, Kid Flash explains that he has come to... Bring Jimmy home. 
Right. Because he was falsely accused of cheating. Mm-hmm. But it's too late, Jimmy says. Uh, he's being held prisoner by his cousin, is what it comes yeah. to. Mm-hmm. His cousin, who happens to be the leader of the Beatnik gang. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question. Yes, I'm here for your answers. The impression given is that these criminals are disguising themselves as beatniks because beatniks are well-known malcontents mm-hmm. and dirty, uh, unwashed, no-goodniks. Mm-hmm. But they all talk like beatniks. Are yeah. they actually beatniks that are that I'm pretty sure launched into a life of crime? There are beatniks who are also engaged in a life of crime. Okay. Don't you think? Well, yes. But then why bother with the explanation that they've disguised themselves as beatniks? That's where I'm stuck. I don't know. Anyway, beatniks have a groovy way of talking. Lots of hep speak. Uh-huh. Like a jazz musician. Lots of smoking. Smoking. Some heroin addiction. Or well, heroin usage. Right. You know they roll their own cigarettes. Yeah. Um, and they probably steal the paper and the tobacco to do it with, too. They listen to records, jazz. Jazz, jazz mostly. Yes. And not, you know, we're not talking big band jazz. We're talking that crazy jazz with irregular rhythms and Mm. weird harmonies. Mm -hmm. I mean, so jazz. Yeah, well, advanced, uh, experimental, freeform jazz. Freeform jazz, okay. Yeah. Uh, they locked Jimmy away in the tenement house so that they could go on their crime spree and decide if they're going to murder him or what. Anyway, kids... Lucky for him that they haven't murdered him yet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're too doped up to do anything. They probably can't. It takes them a while to figure out what to do. Um, now, Kid Flash races around the apartment at super speed so he can't be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they all are acting like beatniks. They're beating bongo drums. They're uh, writing poetry. They're talking in jive language. They're not washing. Well, clearly. And there's all sorts of empty cans and whatnot uh-huh. sitting around. Laundry. And look, this is not like empty beer cans. This is like a can of beans that has been opened with Yeah, with the lid there. Right. The, with the records on the floor. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they're cooking up some... some Meth. Oh, meth or something. Opium over there in the corner. Heroin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kid Flash races out of the apartment. Uh, he wants to capture the whole gang. Mm-hmm. He's still invisible because he's racing. Well, he's traveling at the slow speed of 50 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. But he, by vibrating at super speed, he remains invisible. Mm-hmm. That's a trick Superman does all the time. Oh, does he? Yeah. He'll vibrate at super speed. So that he can't be seen. Wow. Mm-hmm. Isn't he a blur? No, because he's so fast that it's beyond blurring. Wow. All super speedsters know that trick. <laughs> it's kid stuff. Uh, he tracks them to a mid-century modern uh, factory of some kind. Okay. What's that sign says? Fur. The fur factory. The fur factory. Where the beat for a sort of warehouse, not the factory. Warehouse. Right, 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 right. It's, it's probably a temperature-controlled warehouse. Uh-huh. Yes. So he follows them there, and then as they begin to load up the furs, he's also unloading them at super speed. Right. That I like that. That's if I had superpowers of this nature, that's what I would do. I would like let 
a criminal like shoot the gun, but then I take the bullet and replace it with a flower or something. So yeah. the criminal thought they were firing flowers. Um, this reminded me of when I was a kid and I would do dishes and my mother would um, would be clearing the table and yeah. she would just pile everything into the dishwater without letting me rinse it first. Uh-huh. Like I'd have we'd have two sinks yeah. and she would just walk over and just absentmindedly put everything in the clean into the dishwater and it made me so angry. And then you'd have a sink full of beef water yes. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was disgusting. And then I have to clean it all out, yep. move all the dishes over to the side, and I say, Mom, just let me let me clear the table. No. Now and I, it would happen all the time. Right. I have a similar trick which I uh, play on you in that I let you get through the sink full of dirty dishes and then I bring the next dirty dish one at a time. And just sit on the edge of the sink. Yeah, you do that, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm practicing for my crime fighting career. So those classes look great on you, by the way. Thanks. They're from the drugstore. Mm. They're not too narrow for my face. They are a little narrow, but you just look—it's a very good look for you right now. Well, it's hard to go wrong when the model is perfect to start <laughs> with. It's just accessorizing from that point. Right. Don't uh, gild the lily bomb. So. King Beatnik has pooped. He's really razzled. He's exhausted. He's been loading up all these furs, and they keep and they seem like they're endless of supply of furs. They, they're making no progress whatsoever. Right. Why don't one of you kooks use your think box? Have some of that jazz speak I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the criminals, although Kid Flash is moving at super speed and presumably vibrating, and thus able to pass through solid objects, smacks into a door. He smacks into a door. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, Kid Flash. He's knocked out. So, uh, they bring out a, a, a pistol. They're going to shoot him. They're going to shoot him. They're going to shoot him, Bob. Luckily, he wakes up in the nick of time mm-hmm. that Kid Flash is able to see the bullet coming and dodge out of the way. Yeah. And then he uh, runs after the crooks. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? Oh, he's making them like do a St. Edith's dance. What's that? Saint, is it Saint Eda or Saint Vitus's Saint dance? Saint Vitus's dance. Like, Isn't that it? When in the Middle move. Ages, when they couldn't stop moving, I don't know. Twitchy. Yes, in the Middle Ages, it was a whole widespread thing. Thousands and thousands of people would just start dancing, and they couldn't stop until they died. Why? Yeah, because it was like some mass hysteria of some kind. Oh my god! Um, you Google it later. We okay. don't need to talk about it now. But anyway, I'm writing this down. Saint Vitus dance. Uh, he goes back to get Jimmy, and Jimmy's ready to go back to Blue Valley and face the music. Yeah, he sure is. Gee, it's terrific. Miss Grant told Jimmy that his accusation was due to a mistake. He'll be able to run in the state track meet. He's a good kid. He's a good scholar and a good kid. And a good runner. No, Wally West would not dare run in a state track meet for fear that in the heat of a race, his super speed would reveal his secret Kid Flash identity. I remember an issue of Brave and the Bold, where Batman teamed up with the Teen Titans, and Kid Flash and Wonder Girl had to go undercover as teen criminals. Okay. Uh, and so Kid Flash did use his super speed just to, like, steal purses and things and stay just ahead of the police. Oh, my goodness. Right. He was fake. He gave the purse back. What have you discovered there on your eye device? So the name St. Vitus, V-I-T-U-S, dance, uh-huh. derives... From the late Middle Ages, when persons with the disease attended the chapels of St. Vitus, who is believed to have curative powers, it is thought that 
syndonym chorea is caused by a malfunctioning of the basal ganglia, groups of nerve cells in the brain. So, what is it? Syndonym's chorea, uh, chorea or chorea, is also known as chorea minor and historically referred to as St. Vitus' dance, is a disorder characterized by rapid, uncoordinated jerking movements, primar primarily affecting the face, hands, and feet. Hmm. I know it. Speaking of Here's jerks... <laughs> uh, speaking of jerks, Jimmy King has won the 440. Blue Valley wins the meet. That's right. They're the state champions thanks to Jimmy and Kid Flash. Of course, Kid Flash would never compete in a race. No. He doesn't want to use his powers to win. Right, right, right. Yeah. But he's in the stands, Rudy Jimmy on, and he says, I'm glad I could aid in this victory for our skill today. Skill. Kids don't think like that. Nor do they wear bow ties to track meets. I'm this just is a while. I think it's mention. probably pretty hot, but he's not the only one wearing a bow tie. No. They're all dressed Well, up. children knew how to dress in those days. Mm -hmm. They dressed for the airport, for, for flying, for everything, mm -hmm. all, the, all the special occasions. My grandmother wore gloves on the airplane. Of course she did. Even when she was going to Hawaii. She had a twisted spine, didn't she? Last but not least... What? Johnny Quick. What, where did that come from? Well, you know, I was thinking you said be, we, when she went to Hawaii, and I just saw a picture of her. We have pictures of your grandmother in yes. Mrs. White um, in the, our bathroom, our Hawaii-inspired bathroom. Yes, yes. And she's always got a crooked spine to the side. Well, she, she did have some kind of scoliosis or something. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was pronounced. All of the pictures of her, you see her sort of... Was she in pain? I, not that I know of. Mm. She wouldn't have said if she was. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Quick and his magic formula... Very interesting, very relatively short comic. Yes, I, only eight pages yeah. or so. Uh, that magic formula is 3x2 parenthesis <gasps> 9 Don't give it away! No, 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 Well, can't give it away. Did I develop super speed? No, I didn't. So apparently I'm pronouncing it wrong. Okay. Um, anyone can find it. You can find it on Wikipedia. There was a really cool story. Oh, I forgot to tell about the future of Wally West. Wally West grows up, and after Barry Allen dies, saving the universe, mm -hmm. Wally West becomes the Flash, has a long, successful career as the Flash, marries the love of his life, has two beautiful children, and then uh, the universe realigns, and his wife and children are wiped out, and only he can remember them. Womp, womp. Is he horribly disappointed? Well, yeah, and he went crazy and accidentally murdered a bunch of other superheroes, and now he's in jail. So, that's that. Thanks, Wally Good West. thing you won that track meet. Anyway, there was a really cool story where uh, Wally West, as the Flash, said the magic formula. And then he went into, like, super double, triple speed. How did he learn the magic formula? Did he, he read comics? With... No, because <laughs> at, at that point, all the Earths had been merged, as I mentioned oh, earlier. Yeah. So, Johnny Quick was his friend. And also, Johnny Quick's daughter, Jessie Quick became a good, upstanding member of the Flash family. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to Johnny Quick and his magic formula. Uh, the amazing speed of the antelope is a legend in the African veldt. And when a pair of human legs can race as fast and even faster, it is inevitable that the owner eventually meets up with the phenomenal king of speed, Johnny Quick, and then begins the most thrilling race of all time in The Adventures of Antelope, of the Antelope Boy. Right. First of all, this whole story involves... A little white child who's living in the African jungle mm -hmm. uh, with antelope speed. Mm -hmm. There's never any explanation of how he got there. Nope. How he has antelope speed. Nope. Uh, where he came from. 
Nor, I must say, is there any further adventures of Antelope Boy. I think he would have been a great sidekick for Johnny Quick if uh, Johnny Quick didn't already have a sidekick named Tubby. Tubby. Who is called Lardvat. Tubby Watts. I would like uh, someone to call me Lardvat. Just uh, once. No. No, yeah, I would. What? Just because I, so I can get mad and beat him down. Maybe one of your friends listening to this will call you that, but I'm your husband and I would never call you that. No, I didn't. I wasn't asking you to do it. Okay. Well, you said someone. Yeah, I said someone. Okay. Not, if you I want someone to still say, hey, Lardvat. Yeah. Why? Because you just don't hear things like that anymore. I like that old timey insulting language. Uh, one side, Lardvat. Like, I've heard tub-a-lard. Yeah. But I didn't know that lard came in vats. That would be common enough that someone would think, hey, there's a fat guy, let's call him lard vat. <laughs> Bucket of lard, maybe. Lard ass. Lard ass. But lard vat. That's creativity. I like when, when, when you and I are talking to each other and we're, we're feeling like we're overweight. We go, oh, my ass is so big. And the other one says, just the one then. Go! <laughs> so, uh, deep in the heart of the African jungle, tribesmen are amazed by a strange man-beast who runs with the antelopes, his two legs as fleet as they are four. On the top of the, after the splash page, yeah, um, where he's catching the hair, uh-huh. his face looks like a woman's face. It does. Now, he's a young boy, so mm-hmm. that can be explained away. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, a thousand miles away, there's another runner, Tubby Watts, who's huffing and puffing, just like I do. When Kicking I up some dust there. Engage in normal everyday activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Chambers, ace cameraman of Sees All Tells All News, is waiting patiently for his assistant because they are flying to Africa, as it happens, mm-hmm. to investigate the antelope boy. Antelope boy. Uh, off they fly to Africa. There's also some criminals on the plane mm-hmm. who are also after Antelope Boy. That's where the criminal says, One side, Lord Vat. Right. Uh, the criminal's name is Mobs. Mobs Bracket. Mobs Bracket. And uh, he's going after Antelope Boy, so he disables the plane, steals the only parachute, and jumps out over Africa. We don't know where in Africa Mm-mm. we're going, just but just Africa. That's specific enough. I love when uh, when Mobs Bracket says on uh, on the next page. Um, I wondered when that fuel tank I punctured would empty. Now now to get out of this flying coffin. Really, I wondered when that fuel tank would empty. Yeah, it's a good thing it didn't empty over the Atlantic Ocean. I mean, that wouldn't have worked out really well for him, considering that he was the only one with the parachute on the plane. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, all the helpless people on the plane have no parachutes. The plane is going down. Luckily, Johnny Chambers says his magic formula. Mm-hmm. It's not really magic, though, is it? It's scientific. It's, it's science, and it's, it's really a, a, where science and magic blur. Well, it was later explained that the formula was actually just a kind of a focusing mantra. Mm-hmm. With which Johnny could then hook into the speed force, which is a speed force, uh-huh, yeah. which is one of the forces of nature, like magnetism or electricity, oh. which I guess anyone could hook up with okay. if they just could focus enough. The speed force. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so Johnny Quick, I should also mention Johnny Quick can fly. 
unlike any of the Flashes. He could fly? He could fly. How? With his magic formula. Mm-hmm. He can fly, he can fly, he can fly. ZXY, three times two, parentheses nine. Where that was wasn't that? it? What? Where does he say the formula? Uh, he says it on the next page. He, okay. It just says that he says it yeah. on the airplane part. Yeah. But he flies out, uh, fixes the propeller, makes it spin, and then he... Uh, lands the plane safely and changes back to a street clothes before anybody notices. Mm-mm-mm. Meanwhile, Mobs Brackets has gathered up some natives to help it find Antelope Boy. And Antelope Boy falls into a classic jungle pit trap <laughs> while chasing a rabbit. Hands up in the air. Oh! Uh... They capture Antelope Boy and tie him to a stick so they can carry him through the jungle. Mm-hmm. Also another classic jungle trap. Trope. Trope is actually more the word I was looking for. Yeah. But, uh, so they have to teach him to speak English right quick. And uh, get him back to the States. So they can train him to complete crime. Right, uh, huh? to, to perform crimes for them. Yeah. Now. Mob's Bracket had the resources to fly to Africa, parachute out of a plane, trek through the jungle, capture him, capture Antelope Boy, bring him and bring home. him back in order to commit more crimes. I think his time would have been better used to just stay in America. And commit the crimes, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. Surely. It's a lot of money to fly to Africa at that point and to yeah. bring him back. How right. did he bring him back? On a ship? Well, I don't know. He'd have to have a passport, papers, of some sort. And he, never, and he doesn't invest in any other clothing for the boy. Right. We know there's plenty of fast kids in America, like Jimmy King. He won the 440 for the state track meet. Right. He could have stashed he him could, up. No, he's a good kid. He would never do crime, but mm. if he's got beatniks in his family. Mm. Anyway, weeks afterward, Johnny Chambers is back in the States with the editor of Sees All Tells All News. Uh, and that editor is not having it. Right. He sent Johnny to Africa on assignment, and nothing came of it. So Johnny and Tubby take off. They got to do something to get this story back under control. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Mob's Bracket in another part of the city. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, it says this is Gotham City, also. I saw that. Okay. Well, that's neither here nor there, but uh, we don't see Batman. No, Batman should be here. Or Green Lantern also operated. Well, he can't be that terrible of a, of a villain. Why? This boy. Why? Because he'd be beat up by Batman? Oh, yeah, he would have been, you know, he would have certainly come up on their radar. So they've renamed... Green Lantern works out of... The Gotham original Green Lantern. Okay, Lantern. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, they've renamed Antelope Boy Feats. Yeah. Way to go, Feats. Um... Because his feet are fast. Right. Yeah. Uh, he takes off across the city, uh, stealing things. Uh-huh. Lots of loot, lots of gold. Uh-huh. Jewelry and whatnot. He delivers the loot back to mobs. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Johnny Quick, back in costume, saying the secret formula, chasing after Antelope Boy. 3x2 parentheses 9yz parentheses 4a. Did it happen? Nope. Oh. Maybe you have to say like three, maybe it's three times two times nine YZ 
times 4a. Or 3x2 times... I can't... Did you take algebra Wait, recently? So do, it's called the order of operations. Okay. So I think you do the 2 times 9yz. Then the next thing you do is multiply that times 3. And then finally, if I have 4a. Okay, but then how do you say it? Uh, 9yz times 2 times 3 times 4a. Did it happen? No. <sighs> I could be totally wrong about that. I'll consult a mathematician later. Anyway, Johnny chases Antelope Boy into some kind of a... Into a race. A race. Mm -hmm. uh, Antelope Boy beats all the other racers. I love that... Oh, so you're talking about the races, right? This. Yeah. Uh -huh. Ho-hum, what a dull race. <laughs> Wish I'd gone to bed early instead. Right. When suddenly... Wow, look at that. I wouldn't have missed this for anything. Uh, the crowd of thousands sees that Antelope Boy is out racing Johnny Quick, but Johnny's letting him win because mm -hmm. he wants to see where he's going. Mm -hmm. track, track him to Mobs' hideout. hideout yep. So Antelope Boy crosses the finish line, then Johnny Quick captures him, and they head off to the police station where Antelope Boy is granted immunity if Johnny Quick can bring in Mobs' gang. Right. Off Johnny goes to the gang headquarters, beats up the criminals. Now, this is also something that I like about Johnny Quick. What? In his stories, you often see a panel like this at the bottom where there's uh, multiple lots of fists. after images yeah. and fists flying and arms and things. I like how it's layered there. Uh, it all ends up good in the end because Antelope Boy, though he can't speak English very well, Gets a full tuition scholarship to college to be on the track team. Uh, not just a college, but 57 college men, see feats run at Arena, got 57 offers to be on their college track teams. Well, you don't need to speak English good to be on the track team, I guess. Is this one of those bribery situations we've heard so much about in the news lately? Well, perhaps. I mean, as long as he can pay his room and board and whatnot, I guess it'll be fine. Well, I hope they give him some more clothes. He's been wearing a leopard skin uh, tunic. You know what? That thing's got a smell. Yeah. He didn't wash it. Also, why wouldn't he wear, like, antelope skin? If he's living with antelopes and he's wearing a leopard skin, wouldn't that scare the other antelopes? I don't know. That'd be like if I walked in here with a... Like, woman's clothing. <laughs> You'd be terrified. Because I'd think, oh my god, it's Saturday night again. Ah, <laughs> you think you're so funny. Um, well, that's all I have for this week. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I liked our tour through um, uh, the '80s Giant Flash episode. Uh, vid no, I'm not video. Oh Eighty God. page giant. I know what you're trying giant. to say. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, yes, and we have more eighty page giants coming up. Do we? In weeks ahead, sure. Uh, next week we'll be back to our regular schedule. Okay, and then the week after that. We have a guest star, don't we? Yes, we do. We're going to keep it to ourselves. Yes. I'm very excited. Um, well, and then... What are you ripping out there? Well, my notes from today. Oh, okay. Uh, anything to advertise or promote? Not right now. Okay. Thank you, though. You're welcome. You can always find us on social media at GoGoCheckPod. Um, you can rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts mm -hmm. from we appreciate it oh appreciate it and we'll be back next week bye bye